You'll put it in my you'll put it in my brain and then it'll be in my brain for a week. <laughs> no, man, it's like tradition now. You have to do it. This is the file drawer. We're back and better than before. This is the file drawer. That's it. I hope you want some more. Yes. You actually have a better voice. Mm. Mm, nailed it. <laughs> Welcome it. back to the file drawer. This is episode 30-something. Uh, seven, I think. 37. That's, right. that's it's nice. That is a nice, that's nice. a good number right there. Good, and because good prime this is the number. 30s. Because it's the 37th episode, guess what this sound is right here? $37 rubbing together. $1 that's folded up. (laughs) And um, this is going to be a call-in show. The first person that calls... (laughs) (laughs) I just pulled uh, $5 out of my pocket. And just again, because I feel like I have to start every episode right now being really whiny. Uh, It's hot again, as hell sitting here sweating and this five dollar bill i just pulled out of my front pocket is kind of moist i got you think a moist five dollar bill could you squeeze one like a one single drop? Like, small drop out of it i'm pretty sure sh- mm. no probably not it's it, it gets moist enough where if i handed this to you you'd be like oh that's a moist bill but uh <laughs> yeah. i don't know if i could get a drop out of it the, the funny thing is i know so many um specifically women that hate the word moist and i'm just <laughs> laughing and it like like specific people, yeah. I'm just laughing. Uh, if they ever happen to listen to this, yeah. they're getting annoyed at your overuse yeah. of the I'm word okay. moist. I'm okay with that. It's uh, it's an, it's not a nice word, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it anyway. Because for whatever it, reason, I, it's it for me. I think it has good mouth sound or mouth feel. Good mouth feel. Yeah, moist. I agree. I think it's very descriptive. You know exactly what that means yeah. when you say it. Yeah. There's no uh, debating. I have There's a question no, for you. When I Sir. say something is moist, what temperature do you think? You think it's like a warm thing or like a like a cool, clammy thing? Hmm. I never would have differentiated. I think my mind immediately, by default, went to warm. Interesting. Because I think my mind immediately goes to like kind of clammy. Interesting. That is, hmm, words, man. Words and meaning. It, it may be because you're from the north. Yes. I'm from the south. Exactly. And that's how you could differentiate people. Now I'm actually legitimately curious and I want to ask people. I'm going to become very popular in my new office, going around and saying the word moist over and over and getting people to also say it and think about it. And you'll just repeat to them, science. Yes. <laughs> Psychology. This is science. Uh, so what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing pretty good, actually. Just to not to de- uh, not to deviate too. Mm. Yeah, we, I don't like to, don't deviate off our off our script too far. Please. I, I had a professor at UWF um, in my IO program, but he used to always say, you know, you can you can basically make up anything that, that predicts other things. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, I, I guarantee you, whether or not people like ketchup on a hot dog predicts something. <laughs> you know, um, spurious and, correlations. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I feel like that was the first stats lecture we got at CGU. Correlation is not causation. And things mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, when people eat more ice cream, there's more shark attacks. What's going on with that? Mediation. Mm. 
heat. heat. Swimming. Swimming. Is that an example but, of suppression? I don't understand suppression. I don't. Well, I did at a time, but right now I probably couldn't explain it. But I feel like in my brain, for some reason, that seems like suppression. Do you I, remember? Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't I remember could. the details. I think it, wouldn't it like once you add in the other variable, the mm-hmm. relationship between the like original like predictor or IV and DV or predictor and um, DV outcome uh, actually becomes uh, significant. Like it actually shows up with the other. Uh, okay. Wait. It, okay. So so yeah. I was about I mean, to ask, totally, how is that different from mediation? I mediation is may kind of the opposite. Be totally off. Well, mediation is that. So I, I right. do know more about it, mediation, yeah, but me too. Um, the relationship between one variable, one predictor, and one DV is there, has to be there. Mm-hmm. But what, basically that mediator is like the sort of intervening process by which right. uh, that relation, that original, that, that first relationship really exists, It's the I explainer, guess. kind of. Yeah, so when, when you add in that mediator, mm-hmm. um, that relationship between IV and DV um, is reduced or uh, maybe goes away, but that's not yeah. really real life. <sighs> I just I, – I wish we had a super fan of this podcast who would go through all – our entire back catalog and edit out and put into one track all the times we have tried to explain statistical ideas just because I would like to hear it because I think it's going to be hilariously bad. Um, one of the podcasts I listened to, Roderick on the Line, I, I need to find this website. I didn't prepare because it just now came into my head. But huge fan base of that podcast, obviously. But somebody has set up – I don't know what tool they're using, but basically they're doing like audio tags on every episode. Hmm. Um and it's kind of, it's, a, it's like a crowdsourced effort. So basically, you click on an episode, and you see like a wave bar going across the top. Yeah. And have you ever been on SoundCloud? Yeah, like, SoundCloud. Yeah, so that's like, what we're So of. you can kind of highlight parts of the wave and then add a tag to it. So, like for example, um, you know, they talk a lot about um, like World War II in that podcast. So people have created a World War II tag, and you can like click on that tag, and it'll take you to every snippet from everything that's been coded so far. I mean, it's basically like a coding scheme. Um, so we need we need to do that someday. Maybe that's what we can aspire to. Maybe that's what I'll yeah I'll code it and do my dissertation yeah, on. I'll, something, I was just something. about to say that we are creating <laughs> the data for our dissertation. <laughs> for dissertation. Right <laughs> <now>. That's sad. <laughs> um, also, I don't know what the uh, the research question would be, but. Sure, we can no idea. finagle something. We'll make up something. Isn't this yeah. all made up? It's, everything's made up. Everything's made up. Nah, it's not true. Sometimes um, I feel that way. Sometimes I feel not, that way in my darker moments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a lot of dark moments. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to say it, but... Yeah. But it's all good. It's all it's good. All... So have you, uh, have you been fishing recently? Have not gone fishing. Dang it. I'm a little jealous, though. Um, a guy I know, a buddy of mine, he posted on Facebook that uh, he, he actually had a plate and a piece of fish meat. And the, the post said, yep, this is a piece of that, one of those sharks that we caught last Friday from the kayak. What? And so he's, he's a big uh, kayak fisherman. Um, and he's catching sharks fact, from kayaks? Uh, it probably wasn't a huge shark, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, still. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He gets out there. He goes out. That's awesome. He goes out into that water, man, late at night. I went out with him one time a couple of years ago, just into the golf. I got nervous. I, they were trying to go out far. I'm like nervous. You know, that's in what a I, kayak? Huh? Were you in a kayak at that time? Yeah, I was in a kayak. Oh, but man. I was in, and I was in one that, 
you know, the kayaks they have are like real, real suited for fishing. You know, they have sure, rigs yeah, and outriggers and stuff. Probably pretty, uh, pretty wide bottom. Yeah, and uh, they have like you know, the, the, like the more advanced ones where it actually has pedal um, paddling system. Oh, neat. Easier to steer, easier to just you know maneuver and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I just had a, kind of an ocean kayak, you know, yeah. and um, I hadn't really gone out in the water, especially at night. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's creepy to me. Yeah, that's, that's creepy. And you catch a big fish, man. I mean, those. I mean, even with your drag, you know, off a little bit, loosened up a bit. Yeah. I mean, those fish will move you around. You yeah. Know? So, um, anyway, so the plate. Yeah. Um, I was jealous. Mm-hmm. I was jealous. And I was gonna give him a shout out to anybody's listening, but um, uh, he actually started up two different like brands, I guess, of uh, like apparel kayak apparel which oh, is wow. actually the, the, he does all the logos for like our rugby shirts and stuff and he's awesome mm-hmm. like designer and a marketer marketing guy but uh, it's yangler and red drum mm. um cool yeah, but he has some cool stuff out there anyway be responsible um, and throw a link in the show notes yeah i'll do that yeah i'll do that, okay. that <laughs> i guess down. it's my turn to edit yeah <laughs> uh that's okay i mean i dropped I, I i i was gonna say i dropped the ball on show notes but i didn't even dropping the ball implies that you tried yeah, uh, and that's not the case. So yeah, so, let's right. at least have like a couple. Like if we say we're going to do, if it, we say we're okay, here for here new new policy. If we say something's going to be in show notes, we're going to put it in show notes. So watch what you say, it's, because all we have in this world are our word, word yeah. and our balls. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what Scarface said? Isn't that what they said in the movie? Oh, I haven't seen Scarface. Um, interesting. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah, whatever. Eh, I'm, eh. I'm not going to give you a hard time for not having seen Scarface. All right, thanks. Not having seen Al Pacino uh, <laughs> play a Cuban guy, you know. Nowadays, yeah, I don't yeah, know. I think yeah. people get really offended by it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, so I have a fish uh, corollary to your fish story. Yes, sir. So I am actively taking steps to try to convince my body that I can eat fish again. Which yeah. basically just means I'm taking probiotics because I somehow I messed up my stomach when I went vegetarian, and I can't eat fish now. But that's hmm. not that is not going to stand because I like fish way too much. So I am uh, I'm trying to do what I can to reset whatever was going on in there so I can eat delicious fish again. Because oh, everybody is very concerned about my my diet. <laughs> if you again, if you don't care about your colon, no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, in terms of fish, though, it might be certain types of fish. Have you ever? It, like, yeah, I've done some self experimentation. It's not shellfish. I can mm-hmm. eat shellfish until I explode. Uh, yeah. But it seems to be just any type of finned fish. I uh, some of the meatier stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, uh, it's just like like so. And I also have ruled out that it's not fried fish because then mm. if it's only when it happens, if it only happens when I'm eating fried fish, then you could argue it's the oil or something. But mm. you know what happened when you and I got sushi. Yeah. So that's not fried. And yeah. then it happened on my drive across the country. I completely forgot that I couldn't eat fish and I had fish and chips. Uh, and, then, and then I woke up in the middle of the night feeling utterly terrible. So that one wasn't even like psychological at that point because I had completely forgotten that I couldn't do it. And yeah. then I had a very small amount of fish at my grandparents' house a couple days later and it wrecked me again. So I'm convinced – Fish, fish, and I just do not get along right now. But why are you trying to? I mean, so why is it? Why do you think? Like, like, why is it a goal? Because to, I want to eat sure? fish. Okay, all right. Because you like the taste and <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. Exactly. Because right. sushi is hands well, down one of my favorite but, things but, in the but, world. 
when I'm saying what kind of fish, that I'm asking like types of fish, like I mean, grouper, it's, cobia. It's, so I mean, uh, it's been mahi mahi. White, it was you know. everything that you and I ate that one time. So tuna. Halibut. Yeah, but you ate them, you ate them all together. Though. Oh, okay, well. I, okay, I guess that's true. I mean, I'm not saying this is like the most rigorous scientific study I've ever done. It's your body, Sam. <laughs> it's your body. Well, here's the thing. Every time I do this experiment on myself, I feel like crap. And so I want to minimize as many trials as possible. Hmm. Um, so it's been hmm. cod. It's been, I, how I'm do you, guessing, bluegill. How, <laughs> how do you think Louis Pasteur developed penicillin? I don't I, I don't he, know if he, he tested ate a lot of fish. I've he ate idea. a lot of fish. Is that what you're, that's the story? Yeah. He tested uh-huh. moldy salads on himself. <sighs> you're, I don't, I don't, I don't, not, I don't think that's quite how the history I've, went. I've, 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 I don't even know if he's the one. He, he didn't even do penicillin. Who did penicillin? Didn't he? did uh, Louis. I have no idea, Louis man. Pasteur? All right. Pasteurizing. Pasteurizing. That just, he just, Milk. yeah. He, yeah. Anyway. Louis. That just, made me, that just made me say. Sound like an idiot. That just, <laughs> You should be used to it. French chemist and microbiologist renowned for the discoveries of the principles of vaccination. 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 Yeah, penicillin, man. Same thing. (laughs) That's why we're psychologists and not medical doctors. Oh, man. Oh, Uh, man. Good good stuff. Good stuff. Um, So I'm still in New York. Still hot. Still employed. That's good. Uh, I'm working on this R programming class, and turns out learning to pr- teach yourself, teaching yourself to program is not the easiest thing in the world. Can you believe it? Yeah, I can believe it. Here's the thing. What do you find the most difficult about so, it? So there's a couple things. The f- so this is the second course in a multi-course series. The first course, it kind of sets you up. I, I I put too much stock in the first course, and then when I sit down and think about it, it was dumb because the first course was basically just getting yourself essentially set up on some different services like Git and um, like learning the basics of Markdown, which I already knew. So like I knew a lot of the stuff, and it was very easy. So I was like, all right, this is so in my mind, my my schema for what a Coursera class on R programming was going to be like was like that first one, mm-hmm. which is dumb because there was no actual programming in it. Now the second one has ramped up way quick. To to the point where like I've watched all the lectures, but mm-hmm. it's not like I'm going to take notes during these lectures. These are lectures that are basically like here are the different data types, and here are some different functions, and here's like how they you know how R does stuff with them. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm not going to like sit down and copy it all down because I could easily just go back and look at the slides. Yeah. And then, but there's just so much there. They have not broken it into like tiny little steps, and the so you, you get a ton, you get a huge influx of information and then you have to use it like in a quiz or in an assignment. And you, the, the assignment was so far down the road that I, mm-hmm. I was exposed to so much information. I sat down, got ready to do the assignment. And it was one of those situations where it was like, all right, I don't even know where to start. Um, which was disconcerting until I went on to the message board and I was definitely not alone. And somebody had posted <laughs> like a, an example problem that kind of followed along the same path as the actual assignment. So I actually haven't even done that yet. Uh, so I'm still, I'm still working through. So basically to, to take a step back, I have made some decisions to, make this a better experience for myself. Cause the whole point of me doing this is to learn the stuff, not yeah. to just like yeah. get a stupid piece of paper. Right. Uh-huh. So I, 
I have broken away from the timing of the Coursera class. Like I'm supposed to be into week three now, and I just don't have enough time with working and everything else that I'm doing to dedicate enough time to actually stay on that pace. So I downloaded all the materials, and I'm just going to work through it on my own pace, a little much, much slower. Um, there, like, I think I may have mentioned last time, there's this thing called Swirl. That's a, a package that you can download for mm-hmm. R that teaches you stuff along the way, which is only optional for the Coursera class. But I'm actually going to work through it all because I think it's actually very useful because you, you spend a lot of time typing, even if it is just retyping things that it's showing you just starting to build that muscle memory a little bit. Cause I feel like yeah, one of the things yeah. that I'm struggling with is like, there is just a crap ton of functions to the point where I don't even know like what, like I, I have to do a thing and I'm guessing there's a function for this, but I'm not actually sure. And yeah. I could like, obviously Googling it, like that's, you know, part of being a programmer is figuring out where to find the answer. I, I realize that, but yeah. I just don't have, I don't have a very, if you think about my brain about programming as a library, it's like you walk into a library and there's like bats flying around and like a tumbleweed going down the aisle and like one straggling, like one book is kind of like falling off the shelf. That's my working library for functions of R. Uh, yeah. So it's just very slow and very tedious, but getting through it. I rambled there. None of that was interesting, but yeah. I, mean, I, th- I thought it was interesting, all right, obviously. All right, because you you have you've you've, yeah. you've gone through this. You've actually taught yourself stuff successfully. Yeah, I mean, and so, like again, unsolicited advice, but we're just talking here. Please, um, I want. I'm I'm officially soliciting your advice. Well, I, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. I, I think a part of, I guess, gaining those skills, or even just you know, um, even the people that are, are experts at the time, you know. Um, is knowing how to find that information. Yeah. So, I mean, so the, the, so the simple, I was about to ask you, so the simple things, I, I, I don't know our programming, but I'm assuming that um, there's, they're teaching you that there's a huge, basically people have done the coding, a lot of the coding work already for you. And that's what these functions are. Right. Okay. And so just having the understanding that there are functions that can um, take care of tasks for you. Um, and that those functions just require you to probably input, I, I, would, I would, I guess, um, different types of parameters. Yeah, arguments. Right? In, arguments in, in yeah. our vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, uh, like, oh, go ahead. Um, I, and I would, I would bet that you know someone has like put together like a quick function lookup library or something. Probably. Somewhere. I should, I you should dig around a little bit. Like, yeah, because, because I mean, you could. Um, I would imagine like there's a sort of a set that's useful for one thing, you know. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to do graphics, I assume. Oh that yeah, there's I mean, a, that's that's know. stuff that'll be coming in a little bit later. They've already mentioned yeah. graphic stuff. Like for example, here. So with the one of the assignments that I was struggling with, or I actually think it was a question on a quiz. It was basically all right. Here you what, have a. Uh, is that the one? What was that? Did you have trouble with the hello world step? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was basically I had a data frame like a table basically, mm-hmm. and. I, I needed – it seemed to me that I needed to basically grab one of the columns and make it um, – basically I needed to grab one of the columns and do stuff with it. And I was like mm-hmm. I don't I, – I, I, I didn't spend a ton of time figuring out figuring it out. But it's one of those things where I, could, I kind of just got the feeling where if I knew this even just a little bit, I would I – would, I, I would just have a – an easier time with this, which is a stupid, reductive yeah. thing to say. It was just a really weird, like, this is very extremely basic, and I'm totally blanking on, you know, I guess watched like 
not half an hour of lectures on this, and I couldn't figure out how to grab one column, and it was really you, annoying. You know what? You might you might think it is crazy. I mean, this is how I, I learn. But uh, sit sit there with Google open as you yeah. learn it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopefully, you're not going to rely on that. But yeah, just quickly type in what you're describing yeah. that you want to do. Because I think once you start to think about it in that terms of, I know I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and connecting that with you know the the, word, the right word, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like solidified in, in your memory. Uh, yeah. Better because then you understand. Okay, why why you need that function? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, I could uh, be totally wrong, but that's how. No, I, that's no, how no. I that's I mean, that sounds exactly right. And so then the other thing that I have done, and this I think comes out of my experience of working on that metacognitive chapter for that same book you were working on. Uh, was one of the studies that I had found for our chapter was the power of using like a, basically a metacognition learning journal when you're learning something new. Yeah. So I'm keeping an ongoing journal that is basically just my stream of consciousness thought about like I basically write in it at the end of each session of teaching myself this stuff. Just what's working, what's not working, what am I frustrated with? And that was actually really useful today. I sat down to do some work and I decided to write in that first and I was feeling really frustrated. Just really low self-efficacy, but I spent a few minutes just writing down my thoughts and actually came up with a couple strategies from that writing session that I'm going to be applying moving forward. So I, I like the idea of continuing. So, so what are that. some of these strategies? If you well, remember? It, was just, it was just basically like. Not just to help out either me. Yeah, It was more like, okay, you're recognizing that you're frustrated and it makes sense that you're frustrated, but a, you know, remember you're doing this to teach yourself this. You don't have, you're not doing it to get a piece of paper. You mm-hmm. have made the decision to not try to stick to the Coursera timing, so don't even f- worry about that. Like it's going to be fine. Um, what else? Uh, that those were like the two of the of the main things. Oh, and the other one was basically it's okay to just do tiny little bits each day. Like yeah. I would, part of the resistance I was feeling to it was because I was feeling behind because I was that I had to sit down and like work through that entire assignment and. I don't have a ton of time. And when you sit down to work on an assignment and you can't even start on it, it's like, oh, my God, how long is this going to take? And that really makes you resist. At least makes me resist sitting down to actually do it again. So the nice thing about Swirl is that these little lessons are like 15 minutes long, so they're easy to dig through. Um, So, yeah, that's that's been good. Hopefully that will continue. I'm I'm planning on continuing to do that. And really, as I'm sitting here talking about this now, I'm realizing this is actually a cool opportunity because I'm really going to see my learning kind of come together with this. Like I haven't done a thing where I've legitimately had zero experience on it and Mm. very consistently worked on it over time. Yeah. Like – the nature of the, the the grad school is not really that. I mean, programming is so so sequential, and at least early on, where you know you have to learn the basics before you can do anything else. Mm-hmm. It will be interesting to see how things come along and what reading my journal from now will be like six months from now. I imagine yeah. it'll be like, man, I was having trouble with that. Like that's a piece of cake now, and yeah. that'll be that'll be cool. So I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that. This is all just to say that. This is challenging stuff, but uh, moving moving forward ever so slightly. 
Yeah, and then you'll have to never buy SPSS again. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> you know what? Though? Unless SPSS you want to... licenses, because I thought it's... I bought like a six month one or a twelve month one a long time ago, and yeah. I I opened the data file the other day on my computer and it popped right open in SPSS. I didn't even realize SPSS was still on my computer, and yet somehow it seems to be a working version. I don't understand it at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't either, man. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. SPSS is not pleasant to use. Um, I learned this little tidbit about R that one of its limitations is that it has trouble with really huge data files, like we're talking millions of rows, because mm-hmm. it the way that it is structured, it has to hold the entire data file in working memory. So wow. it's limited by the RAM in your computer. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's actually interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't <laughs> think I'm so ever true. really going to be using, like, I'm not like a straight up data scientist using data from social media or something. So I think yeah. I'll be all right. That is, that is so interesting because that, that, that is obviously sending me on the. It's making my mind swirl just back to computer stuff. <laughs> if, I, if I had paid better attention to the lectures that I listened to last night, I could tell you exactly why. But I'm not even going to attempt it. No, but it makes sense. Like if you, every everything breaks down to like well, probably eventually you know zeros and ones or whatever, and that the next level I think is like bits or something, and then bytes and all that stuff or whatever. And uh, it just it reminded me of um, a conversation on that Accidental Tech podcast. They were talking oh, about yeah. like memory, and um, and I think they were talking about like this term, which even back in the day I think it's so weird, but it's called like Little Indian. And big Indian byte swapping or something like that, what? but it's it, it's it's literally it's literally like like how uh, <laughs> how things are stored in memory, and uh-huh. I think whether or not the sort of uh, sort of maybe the placeholder something is either stored That's on weird. like the low end or the high end, but it it it's so strange to me, and it's so it's almost mind boggling to me. And I again I used to kind of study this stuff, yeah, to realize that everything does boil down to off and on, and this little it's like spot in memory. And you're limited in terms of RAM size if it keeps it in RAM. I mean, you're limited if you only have four gigabytes of RAM or two right. gigabytes. You know what I'm saying? Um, in terms of what can be stored in working memory. It's so crazy to me. It's, it's hilarious. The crazy uh, computer programmers naming things all nuts. I remember um, my, <laughs> I just had a flashback to fifth grade computer class where we were looking at like diagrams of computers. And I remember our teacher, this poor woman, <laughs> pointing to something it was like this is the male adapter and this is the female adapter we're like why is it called that and i just remember insertion bumbling through some sort of explanation (laughs) uh we knew the answer but we just wanted to see her explain it because we thought it was hilarious when one chord loves another chord (laughs) (laughs) and they want to complete the circuit Uh, good stuff. Oh, man. Good stuff. So, yeah, do you remember when I was telling you that I was moving to New York and you were concerned about the amount of pizza I was going to eat? Yeah. And I tried to talk you down and say, "Dude, it's not going to be that big a deal. Don't worry about it." Uh, it wasn't an it wasn't a big deal until like the past three days, and pizza has made an entrance into my New York diet. Nice, man. Nice. It's good so work. good. Thin crust pizza is where it's at. So here's the thing, though. All right. So from what I remember, so correct me if I'm wrong. When we say thin crust pizza, mm-hmm. okay, I am so adamantly against the idea of thin crust pizza because I think outside of 
places like New York or people that places that do like say that style pizza, uh-huh. thin crust is like this cracker, thin crackery uh, texture. Like it's hard. What you're talking about is a regular. You, know, you toss it up in there. It's out flat. Yeah, big you and floppy. Your ingredients on. It's big and floppy. Big and floppy. That's a good pizza pie. Yeah, it's it's good. Big, big slices. They got big slices. Oh, they're huge. And on my way home from work, I walk by a place that has dollar uh, slices of cheese pizza or two fifty oh. of any other kind. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Big slices. Big slices. Like I, I, I eat. I eat two big? slices. And that's dinner right there. Oh man, I'm jealous. And so I have I have fallen into the probably not sustainable habit of on my way home picking up two pieces of pizza, <laughs> eating them, eating them as I walk to my apartment. By the time I get to my apartment, I'm done eating. I'm ready to continue on with my evening. Dinner over. <laughs> That's the greatest. You should have it just blended for you and put put it in a shake or something. I don't want that. I want it, I want the so full experience. <laughs> Uh, that's that's hilarious, man. Because yeah. you need you need that fuel as you walk. <laughs> I guess. Oh God, I'm so tired in the day. So, the yeah, day. that's true. They have been long days. I just realized today's today's experience was a little bit different. Like I'm trying to get the whole New York experience, right? I'm trying yeah. everything. So at the, the so I basically when I come home from work every day, I have about a 20 minute walk from my office to the subway, then maybe a 10 minute subway ride, and then a 10 minute walk back to my apartment so at the end of my first walk on the way home i got a hot dog because it was there and i wanted a new york street hot dog you know a little street meat ate that hot dog got on the subway got off the subway walking to my apartment got a piece of pizza that was the rest of my dinner hot dog pizza dinner boom hot hot dog pizza. both of them both of them eaten while walking like hey man you, i'm a busy yeah, man now i'm a new yorker got places to be yeah you're gonna just start <laughs> Cursing out people. F you, hey! That's so. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so that stereotyping. Was, that was that was an excellent New York accent. Hey. Um, this is not sustainable for many reasons. You know, health being one of them. Also, I mean, I like to cook, so I'm gonna have to d- start doing that. But I'm in a sublet apartment right now. It's not my kitchen. There's not a lot of stuff, so I'm not gonna worry about it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, can you give me a subway update? Subway update. The in the new sandwich? experiences? No, no. Oh, uh, oh well. <laughs> well, we don't want to talk about old Jared in the news. You know, look it up. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, um, no. No, my experiences uh, in the subway. Any, any yeah. new experiences? Funny yeah, experiences? let's see. Um, nothing as bad as the first one, which is still bad. I'm still recovering. I can still feel it on my back. Uh, <laughs> today, <laughs> it wasn't a big deal at all. Uh, I was sitting down and... I get off at the very last stop, so it was pretty empty by this point. I was sitting down and like looking at my phone, and I kind of just like tipped over <laughs> when, the, when it started. Not all the way to my side, but like to the point where I had to put my hand down to keep myself from like falling over, which was completely unexpected because I was sitting down. Uh, that was—I don't know if anybody saw, but I felt really dumb. And that was it. I'm waiting on you to come back with the, like one of these stories like yeah I was just sitting on the subway and this guy this guy just pulled out his junk and started vigorously pleasuring himself <laughs> I'm sure that'll happen actually on the the very first day that I was here uh, there was a breakdance routine in the subway and I almost got Uh-oh. kicked in the face <laughs> that was good yeah did you I, tip him for that did you give him a little I did not I did not uh, I, I, yeah 
probably should have. Actually, no, I don't want to encourage that behavior. It's annoying on the on the subway train. Don't do it there. Mm. That's what I've. That's what native New Yorkers are telling me. Like that, it's annoying as hell. So don't do it. <laughs> um. Oh, I had a thing. Uh, I had a thing. What was it? Uh, subway. Oh, me being the nerd that I am and the researcher that I am. I spent this weekend probably a good forty five minutes googling subway tips. Mm. Uh, like pro tips for being for for riding the New York subs, subways, sub trains. I don't remember any great tips, but I feel like I'm I'm I'm, I'm can better to I can kind of hold my own out there a little bit better now. Okay, I'm hoping that you said that the thought that the first tip was don't be the guy to get on the plane, pull down his pants, and begin. Yeah, don't play. masturbate furiously on the train. Pro tip number one: aggressively while making eye contact with others. I remember yeah. I got on the bus years ago when I was in New York for a conference. I got on the bus. My buddy actually, I was staying with my buddy in Queens, and um, I had to get on the bus to go to uh, Manhattan, to where the conference hotel was. And uh, I had to walk to the bus. There, I did a lot of stuff. But he was like, "Yeah, just don't don't look up at anybody, man. Don't make eye contact." And yeah. I and I heard that. And so I didn't make eye contact, but I just happened to look up on the bus. And this dude was just staring at me, staring me down, just eyes bulged. <laughs> I'm like, "What is going on?" I just immediately like lowered my gaze way like way back to the floor. I'm like, "I don't, I don't know what's going on here." <laughs> but, <laughs> I have not had that experience oh, yet. Oh my gosh, man. Uh, I'll let I'll let you know when it happens. I feel like then then I'll be officially initiated as a New Yorker. Yeah. So you taking any uh, new any trips? Any upcoming trips? I kind of upcoming s- trips. Why would you ask? Oh, why would I ask? Well, <laughs> let me know. I feel like yeah. I feel like uh, Byron Allen. Uh, have you ever seen like the Entertainment Studios? Um, no. It's like that. that Byron Allen used to, he, and I've heard people talk about him. He's like this stand-up comedian. He's not not very good, but um, he basically. <laughs> but, you, but yet you know his name. Um, yeah, because he's, he basically has made a hustle of he'll just go to like these um, he'll go to like these press junk like he'll go to like these like you know award shows and stuff like that. I don't know. He basically he'll fake doing like press junket type stuff, uh-huh. and uh-huh. then he packages his show and has like sold it to so many networks, and it just comes on like at twelve o'clock at night, <laughs> and it makes like a ton of money. Like it, it's, I, right. I don't even understand the business model, but apparently like it's kind of like people don't even know what they're doing and he just asks them these, these questions and his yeah. interview questions are always like oh so tell me about blah 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 it's like very baiting and uh-huh. he'll act like he's like been your best friend forever last time we spoke uh, you told me about your kids or, or something like that how are they right. never met these people ever and that's that's, that's a long so winded way for me to get to uh that I, I feel like Byron Allen right now. I don't even know where I'm going Great. with that right now. Because you didn't even know the reference. Anyway. That's all right. I love, I love when you explain references to me. I feel like I learn things. Um, the best references have to be explained. Yeah. So, uh, so, I, so you're going on a trip sometimes. Going so. on a trip. Tell me about going, that. Going, going to London next week. Really? Oh, wow. Next week. Yeah. Work? Uh, for some work stuff. Oh, indeed. cool, man. Cool, man. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. This you're not twiddling your of, fingers. Not twiddling my fingers. I'm they this this team needs me to ramp up and be a meaningful contributor of actual work as soon as possible, like last week. Yeah. So we are going, there's four of us, we're meeting a team member who lives in London. We're gonna spend a week meeting with some clients and working all together, kind of build some team co- consistency because a couple people are transitioning out, mm-hmm. two people are transitioning in, me being one of them. So it's important that we kinda 
build some team some team bonding and yeah. get some good work done while we're all together in the same space. So yeah. that's exciting. I did not expect to get to travel right off the bat, but I I want to, so it'll be great. How long are you going to be gone for? It'll be a week. Oh, nice. Okay. Saturday through Friday. So, yeah, we'll need to talk about recording. Yeah. Uh, we'll just record for three hours right now and split it in two. Let's keep That's it going. That's not going to happen. Let's keep I feel it like going. We're already, we're already scraping the bottom of the barrel. I uh, <laughs> can't imagine. Hour number two might – it would probably be the best hour of podcasting we've ever recorded. Yeah, because it would just get silly. We have nothing. We would just get silly because I'm like sitting here – I'm out of water. So I may just pass out soon. I'm sitting uh-huh. here just sweating into my clothes. Yeah. Oh, like my ch- my chest hair is like all like matted down. Yeah, it's kind of dripping. Uh, I don't want to know. Like I legitimately just saw some sweat drip into my belly button. That sounds terrible. London will be yeah. nice and cool for you, right? Isn't that will cool? Will it be? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I thought it was. Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I think it might be cooler than here. I would hope. Uh, so yeah, that'll be it'll be good. Taking a red eye on Saturday night. So. You think I should take some Ambien on the plane? I heard that sometimes makes people do crazy things. Yeah, if you've never taken it before, I'm no, not. Prob- yeah. that'd probably be a bad, how maybe is, bad how, first impression of traveling with my flight? colleagues. I don't know, eight hours or something. Jeez, yeah, I would need overnight. That. Oh my god, I'm a pretty good sleeper on the plane. I'll be, I'll be all right. I'll probably turn on one of our episodes of uh, the file drawer, put on my headphones, go to sleep to your your sweet voice. You know what? Uh, an eight hour flight <laughs> is like. Either two and a half Joe Rogans, no, either three, either three Joe Rogans, no, no, two and a half Joe Rogans, or two Joe Rogans in a Todd Glass show. <laughs> that's sad that you. That's how you think about time. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, it's one. It's like one and a half hardcore histories. Wow, hardcore yeah. histories are that long. Wow. Oh okay. yeah, he has some long ones. Some long ones, to the point where on my old phone. I could only have one downloaded at a time because my phone was too full. <laughs> so you liking this new phone now? Oh, it's so good. Really? I love it. Big, I love like that it. big it's screen. It's big and crazy, but yeah. it's really nice. It uh, what the, actually the maybe the best thing is, and this is probably just a function of my old phone was very old, so the battery was crap. But being able to go through an entire day without even having to think about charging. Yeah. And just getting through with full battery, you know, yeah. that's been really nice. Yeah. Uh, especially for somebody who uses his phone to navigate his new city, and if he doesn't have it, he's lost. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to not have to worry about that too much. Now we were talking about like kind of the expensive phones and stuff before, and um, yeah. as I've been, you know, looking at computers, I've looked into uh-huh. like how to protect uh, devices. And yeah. so I, I don't know if this I'm is rocking be- this naked, by the way, naked. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. How I roll. Um, so, have you thought about getting like the other type of accidental um, protection stuff? I don't want to say accidental brand tech, names. accidental tech broadcast. Yeah, uh, um, accidental accident- device protection. Are you talking about like a warranty, or are you talking about a case? Uh, warranty, warranty. Yeah, I got the Apple Care. So you did get the Apple Care. Okay. I right. did, but that doesn't protect against accidents. It does for the. It does. It, well, it instead or for of phones, having they the, do. It's like instead of it's basically any repair is like seventy five dollars or something like that. Okay, um, so I could I could be silly and, and break it, and then it would be more affordable to repair. Whereas if I didn't have it, it would be something much more uh, expensive. I'm about to do some more research on this, but um, I was looking up stuff just like you know, you know buying a computer, how mm-hmm. you protect it because they don't do accidental. Uh, Apple Care doesn't do like accidental type protection okay. stuff. Um, so, for instance, if you dropped it in water, um, I think it has like those water sensor, you know, label oh, yeah, stickers and stuff. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. Um, 
And so on the what I found is, and I haven't, again, done as much research on this to to speak confidently about it, but uh, people talk about like getting like something called inland marine serv- uh, inland marine insurance, what? which was like originally inland set up- marine. That's like or yeah, that which, sounds like an oxymoron. Which it was like originally set up for like I think some some insurance companies might have it for like you know businesses and stuff, but it's is it for floods? I, I, I think it's when you have things on the inland. I, so I don't I don't know what the history <laughs> is, but apparently in some areas that you can get it. To protect like personal items, but then also from, you know, if protect you have rent- them from what? Anything? Uh, anything like it's what? insurance, it's not a warranty. Why would they call it inland marine and or whatever? And, uh, right, anyway, I don't know. Continue, um, continue. But then also, I'm getting, just uh, uh, think about this too, though. Details. If you have renter's insurance, mm-hmm. you can get uh, you know personal property insurance, like extra yeah. for. I think it's not that expensive, um, and you can yeah. set up have that you know one item. Have a, like yeah, a list good. of items on it, right? Um, that will protect it against like weird stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you drop stolen. it in the uh, toilet. Oh. Um, and so, because I don't know if they'll, I mean, I don't know how how it is with phone, but um, I don't know if uh, other devices they'll protect it if you know again you drop it, submerge it in water or weird things yeah, like that. So I don't know. That might be something uh, something worth more looking for. That I can't talk. That I probably should. It, yeah. Yeah. Can I? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah. yeah. I should. I've got, I've got. I feel like I have a million things on my plate right now that are basically versions of that. Where it's like I should look into this. Yeah. And this is like, oh my god. Like I have. I've very much been in the mode of just doing the most important things for now because that's all I can handle. Gotcha. So all these little things of looking things up, I've just been getting added to a list. Gotcha. And someday when I feel like I'm moved into my new place and I've got a handle on my new job mm-hmm. and everything like that, I will do that and be so on top of things. But for now, I'm just going to try to not drop my phone in the toilet. <laughs> I'm sure you get That's a lot. That's all I can do, I'm sure man. You get a lot. all I can do. I'm sure you get a lot of uh, good uh, toilet work on that phone, though. With, uh, that, with that battery life and that yeah. big screen, man. That's you, true. You could probably watch some feature films. Maybe take, a, I could. take I an could. hour and 15 minute poop if you need to. I, I could. My old phone, one of my speakers had died, so it was. I had a hard time. It, I guess it couldn't get very loud, so I've been listening to a lot of podcasts just through the speakers, just in the apartment here. <laughs> pretty great, yeah. yeah. Especially since I've totally lost my mind on downloading podcasts. Have you, Sam? Tell me Absolutely about it. Absolutely lost. No, this is what happens when I'm the only one who adds things to the document. I end up talking the whole time. You want to talk? It. You can add things to the no, planning I document. It. I love it. I love it. Uh, so I used to have this policy for myself. That when it came to things like podcasts and articles that I find around the internet and throw into Instapaper, that I liked to basically start fresh every week. So I only subscribed to enough podcasts where by Sunday night, I had basically listened to everything. I was up to date. I only downloaded uh, so many articles that by the end of the weekend, I had gone through all of them and I had nothing in Instapaper. That served me well for a long time, but I have since taken on a new philosophy, which is just keep it well stocked. Yeah, I just throw things into podcasts into my podcast catcher, and I just throw things in, throw things into Instapaper now. And I'm starting to play around with using playlists a little bit more in uh, my podcast app, which is going well. I've got basically. I call it the roster, which are the podcasts I know I love and I'm not going to stop listening to right now. And then I've got a, a, another uh, playlist called Probation, 
where basically these podcasts are on probation. They have a couple weeks to convince me not to delete them. That's that's fantastic. That's it's fantastic. very systematic, but you know what? I'm not gonna. I don't think I could keep going with all of these, but I'm willing to give. They're basically on tryout. I could call it tryout instead of probation, I suppose. And I like that you give it some time too, because some people think that you can just listen yeah, to yeah. one I'm episode. It, I'll probably give each one three episodes. But I've got. I've probably downloaded. I probably subscribed to fifteen or twenty more podcasts oh, wow. since the last time we talked. Yeah. Uh, not really any comedy ones though, so I'm not really uh, crossing streams with you too much. Mm, let's see what. Uh, Sorry, see. man. I don't like to laugh. I hate comedy. <laughs> I love to laugh, um, and I have eighty-seven things in Instapaper right now, so that's fun. Mm. I think. I think it's good when I first started doing the podcast thing. I would also kind of I, well. I felt the need to uh, get through them all and listen to the one, only one, you know, listen to the ones I downloaded mm-hmm. all that stuff. But now I just kind of do the same thing. I just dump it all in because sometimes I'm in the mood for a certain type of thing. Um, yeah, and I, I think I choose to listen to a podcast just depending on what my mood is. Um, yeah, I'm realizing I'm doing more of that. And like well, having it just now that there. I have more of a choice. I like having it there. Um, yeah, so, uh, podcast recommendation of the week. Uh, maybe this is, I don't know if this is surprising. No, I don't think it's surprising. I've really been enjoying the, hold on, I'm bringing it up. Um, so you know how Stephen Colbert is taking over the late show, right? Oh, okay, cool. It hasn't started yet, but he, he's, you know. The late show was, uh, was hosted by who previously? Uh, was that Letterman? I don't know. I was never a late, a late night TV guy. I think, I think Letterman, maybe. Okay. Whatever. All I right. think so. Whoever, CBS. Um, so he's taking over the late show. But he has the, the Late Show podcast that they've been putting out episodes already. And it's been really delightful, actually. He's been talking to like writers on the show or producers. And it's been an interesting look at kind of their process leading up to the first show. And some reminiscing from early days of his, his career doing Strangers with Candy and, and things like that. Have you ever watched that show, by the way? Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! It's nuts! Yeah, nuts! Um, it's, it's, so this has actually been really good. Uh, I don't know. I, I had low expectations because it was, you know, attached to a TV show. So I, th- I thought maybe it would be very under. I mean, it, it is underproduced. It's not underproduced. It's just not very. It's basically him sitting in a room with a microphone with a couple other people. But so far on every episode that I've listened to, Stephen Colbert has been on every episode. Um, and I think he's fascinating and hilarious. So it's worth checking out. The Late Show Podcast. Um, Sounds good. It is good. What else have I been... Oh, anything else new? I've... Hmm, anything else really jump out at me? Not really. There's been some okay ones. I'm listening to... I, st- I mean, I love the Flophouse now. I'm a huge Flophouse fan, officially. It's so you know, good. I need to remember to add that to my to my thing, man. Do you need you need to? It's I need so to just funny. Add it now. I'm just gonna add Let's it now. Do it. Add it right now. T H F O L P F L. Oh, I thought I spelled it wrong for a second. Um, there we go. We're not. I can't do two things at once. So one of the episodes I oh so the other episode or another show that I'm listening to is uh, the Daily Show podcast without Jon Stewart, is what it's called. And because one of the guys from the Flophouse is the head writer for the Daily Show, mm-hmm. they gave they did uh, the Flophouse treatment to the very first episode of the Daily Show. Yeah. Which was pretty funny, because they made fun of it a lot. And I laughed. I, I lolled. 
The Daily Show without John Stewart. What was the one with Stephen Colbert one more time? It's called the the Late Show podcast. Okay. Yeah. Adding that too. The all Late right. Show podcast. All right. Woo, so since woo. you already gave three recommendations, yeah, what are you, what are you all about? What are you about nowadays? Oh, I was just about to say since you gave three, I wasn't going to say anything, but I'll give my recommendations. Didn't They're I not give two? Well, I gave three. You're right. Yeah. All right. Um. So what? No, no. Go ahead. Um. So uh, one that I like to listen to is called That's Deep Bro. That's it's, Deep uh, Bro. It's, That's a philosophy podcast, isn't it? Yeah, but it's it's done by a comedian, and so she kind of t- does her take on it. But she, you know, it's very casual. She got her ba- okay. a bachelor's degree in philosophy. She All just right. likes talking about philosophy. I'll add it. And um, she does it in an interesting way. Most of the time she has guests sometimes. Um, sometimes she just does it by herself. But it's one of those ones I think it's done well, just with one person talking, which I think is very hard to do. Oh, yeah, that's, that um, is hard. I struggled in the 30 seconds that you were gone on this episode. <laughs> And I th- but I think it's uh, interesting, though. I mean, uh, especially if you like philosophy, just to kind of... I do. I love me some philosophy. So. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Um, and then uh, for when you just have not that much time, mm-hmm. uh, one that I've been listening to for a while. I haven't listened to it in a long time, though. It's called The 10-Minute Podcast. Okay. Um, and it's uh, three how guys... Long, how long do is it? It is... Um, hold, can you hold on one second? got to open up the door one more time. <laughs> one second. Okay. <laughs> You guys like that joke I just made? I asked him how long the 10-minute podcast was. It's pretty hilarious, right? It's so uh, sorry funny. I'll edit that out. So, no, no, don't edit it out. I was just talking to the, uh, talking to the <laughs> listeners again. Um, with Will Sasso? Yeah, with Will Sasso. I'm, I'm um, adding it. And uh, Brian Callen and Chris D'Elia. Um, okay. And it's just ridiculous. It's, it's a lot of silliness packed into a, like a short period of time. Concentrated it's- silliness. It, it it gets me just rolling hard. I mean, it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But uh, so Good. those are recommendations. So this has been the podcast uh, recommendation segment of our podcast. Do you want to recommend anything else? Any 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 good uh, foods or smells or uh, sensations that you would like to recommend to our listeners? I went to a farmers market a couple weeks ago and I bought some kombucha. Okay, trying to get my trying to get my colon right. You know, you know what they say. Oh. If you can't take care of your colon, <laughs> no one will. No one. No one. Is that a, cares is that a saying? <laughs> Maybe. Um, so they have, yeah. So I'm trying out this kombucha uh, stuff. How is it? Um, you know what? It is. It's actually pretty tasty. They have different flavors. Um, it's pretty tasty. Okay. I lived with a roommate who you know who made kombucha in our house. And after seeing him make it, I decided I don't think I ever really wanted to drink it. <laughs> yeah, because they it, it, well, it involves hey, basically growing a giant fungus on top of it. You're right, and it's called the I think it's called the mother, but I think it, actually it's called the it's called the. Um, <laughs> what did you say about my mom? Sim, <laughs> sim, it's like a it's like an acronym sim for symbiotic SCOBY. It's called a SCOBY. SCOBY, yeah. Um, I, that's that is a word that is ten times worse than moist. Are you kidding me? A SCOBY. Yeah, that, that's pretty disgusting, oh. right? It's it's um, oh. um in in that in the um in the episode of oh, not Mind like of a Chef disease. first season, I think it was the second season of Mind of a Chef, I believe. Um, I think the chef on there talked about how he had the scoby, um, like that's been around for a hundred years in his family, oh. like for a long time in his family, okay. it's been just passed yeah, down, probably from like his like great grandmother or grandmother or something like that oh. to make. Uh, I don't know if to make kombucha. I think 
to make something. One of those. It was some, some, one of their fermented things. I yeah. Think. Yeah. A scoby. A scoby sounds like it's related to like a 17th century disease that we just really didn't know how to handle because it was I the 17th got century. Scoby. I got. This, oh, I got. You know what? I'm. I'm sorry have, to say. I'm sorry to say, but you have a. You got a scoby. And you have to. You, the only way to cure the scoby is by drinking the filth water of the scoby. Oh. That's that's a. It's, it's self healing. I don't need. Every time there's like it's we talk, water. That's what we talked. We've talked about this. I'm pretty sure, but how did we land on the idea that drinking this what was this this giant fungus was floating in some liquid? So we decided to drink it. What was? Uh. No idea. <laughs> anyway, no idea. anyway, I'm glad you like your kombucha. Did you did you did you smell anything good at the farmers market? Hmm. I got some uh, homemade, or not, I don't know if it's homemade, but it's custard made by this small mm. company. Mm. It was pretty tasty. Mm. What flavor did you get? Don't recall. What? They're real uh, memorable. Uh, no. Real memorable. Cream corn. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cream it was corn, a cream like corn. ice cream? And what was that? Custard? And wedding cake. What? Together? Or are they separate? Oh, no, no, it's two, two separate ones. Two separate okay. ones. Yeah. That sounds like it's, it'd be good together, though. It's, a, like almost it's, like a, a, it's almost like a wedding uh, cornbread cake. It's a um, it's called Honey Child's Sweet Creams. Mm. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Oh. You should send me some. All right. Oh, yeah. I'll mail it in the heat. <laughs> it'll, it'll be just like ready. Do it properly. Put it in a freezer with some dry ice. You know what that costs, man? That costs way too much money. <laughs> I can tell you exactly how much it costs. It costs like $40. It's like thirty dollars. Um, so basically, you said our friendship is worth less than than thirty dollars to you. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> our friendship is worth once a week, one hour long conversations yes. for free with a little bit of editing. With a little bit of editing, like a little bit of editing. minuscule amount of editing. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I am excited to listen to. Um, um, Susan and Emily's podcast. Now, what's yeah. the name of it going to be called? Yeah. Oh, way to put me on the spot. Oh. 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 <laughs> How about we just name it? What would we call it? Never <laughs> yeah, what, what, what would we call it? <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember uh, being a part of their naming conversation and throwing out some very inappropriate <laughs> ideas that were not appreciated. My uh, creative vision was not embraced. All right. Well, yeah. Um, it's I. Oh, she's gonna be so mad, but probably not. Sh- well, it's I, coming out on Friday. I can edit that out. No, it, don't edit it out. I can take it. I'm a man. I can, <laughs> I can handle. I can handle any heat that's coming at me through uh, my relationship. It'll yeah. be good though. I've I've heard bits and pieces. And it's going to produce though. I mean, in terms of they actually have a structure. Topics. They have topics. topics yeah. Topics that they have both put thought into, so they can have an intelligent conversation. How much time does that take? That's they a lot they of time. put they they meet. They have like pre-recording meetings and like post-recording meetings. Yeah, they they are the real deal. Anyway, so we are and we we are the real deal too, but we're just a different deal. It will be psychology related, correct? Or but in in yeah, I think so. It, 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 basically, what, but with their spin on it, right? So yeah, yeah. that that would be another interesting sort of a. I appreciate too just the fact that I like I mean I like greater diversity in the things that I listen to and yeah. things that are put out in the world and I think it's relatively safe to say that uh men have dominated podcasting not yeah, to say that true. there aren't women out there podcasting but 
definitely more men right now. So it'll be great to have a, a double woman podcast out there. And we will yeah. once it's out for sh- uh, officially, we will hype it up here. Cool. Because they're both alumni, alumna of alumna? of the file drawer. Oh yeah, you're right. They've both been on here. We gave we, them. Their we, t- s- we are yeah. we're like their father. Mm, hold on, never mind. We, uh, we we created them. We we yeah. They are our podcasting children. Who would have thought that so early into our podcasting relationship we'd be having podcasting children, Eric? I don't know, but it, it's almost like we're both Scobies, <laughs> and we're <laughs> and we're <laughs> and there are 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 there are what's it called dirt- what? Their affirmative dirt water uh, that what, is going to go out and they're feed gonna, the masses. They're going to be no. They, see, they are little chunks of our scoby that are going to become their own scobies, and they'll have yeah. their own little children. Yeah, that is disgusting. Especially <laughs> since I am dating one and talking about. Okay. Anyway, uh, is there anything else going on in your world right now? Is there anything uh, anything remotely psychology related we could talk about today? I have been working heavily on this uh, paper. Nice. And you know what? There's something about working on something two days in a row that actually <laughs> allows you to be productive <laughs> on it for real. Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. So uh, I had, other than me saying yeah, I've made good progress on it, um, yeah. I got no, nothing really maybe, to say. Maybe at some point in the future when you are feeling closer to completion, you can tell us more about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. It's, it's, it's a collaborative uh, thing that we're, that we're doing. So, yeah. um, cool, man. Um, that's about cool it. Beans. Cool um, beans. Have, I'll have a technology update by the, by the time we record next, if we record next. Ooh. Um, Ooh, do you want to give us a teaser? Uh, or are you still working on the details? Um, it, 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 it has put me in the poorhouse <laughs> and it runs with Babble. Oh uh, yeah. Welcome uh, to the cult. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not. You'll we'll be getting. Be you'll be getting. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that's so. I remember early in our friendship, you made fun of me for being an Apple user. Is there is, is there any part of your identity that is feeling a little, oh, yeah. little confused with this purchase? Uh, a little, a little bit, but honestly, yeah. you know, I have nothing against Apple users. It's okay. against Apple um, Kool Aid drinkers, okay. which I don't, I don't, I don't think you are. No. Um, All right. And, uh, Fair enough. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, cool. So. Well, you know, if you need someone to walk you through how to use it, I'm happy to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> how to yeah. click and where the things are. You know what? Um, <coughs> I've been kind of using an uh, older, not older, because it's not really older computer, but uh, older <coughs> operating system on. Um, a Mac, and there are things about it that I don't like still. But I think what I've so I've did my research too, and like the newer operating system that's coming out, and I think even the more recent Capitan. And it um, I think even in the Yosemite, like those little quirks are like they've changed them. They've decided to say, okay, let's take these other good things that are really good and still <laughs> incorporate it. You know, small stuff, but yeah. in terms of productivity, like I'm not able to just do things quick. Not because I don't know how to do it, because I've looked no, up how to do it. Well, and everybody it, complains that you can't easily do it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And uh, also, I mean, you, you, you have to learn some new muscle memory, uh, and that just takes a little bit of time. Yeah, no, I, actually, I mean, I've kind of quickly, yeah. I mean, it, it well, is, you once you sort of immerse yourself into using it, and I would say this about either system, um, 
Yeah, yeah you got to immerse yourself. Yeah, it, it, it comes in. And I, I've been yeah. doing work on it, so I think I, I'm, I'm quick to learn that type of stuff anyway. That's true. So, You're a smart guy. You're a bright guy. I'm a quick, bright kid. Hey, I'm a quick get, learner. I'm get in this world. <laughs> I'm going uh, to make it. One day I'm going to move to the big city of New York and become a, a real person. <laughs> uh, eat, uh, eat, eat the pies bigger than my face and get fat. <laughs> It's true. It's and true. Oh, with I've actually rats. lost weight since being here, by the way. I oh, just I, want to point that I out. I thought you said you gained weight. No, I've been losing weight. Because you're, mal- you're malnourished. That's why. Uh, no. I thought you wrote something like your scale was broke or something. Well, the scale was broke, but up until that point, I had been weighing myself, and I'd been going down every day. Well, you know, that's because the gravity is different over there. Oh, you're right. I forgot. It's because I'm up in the up kind of high in a building, so the gravity yeah. is different. So I'm actually lighter. The gravity, right. the gravity's unionized, and it's it's on strike right now. I did, I did have somebody hand me a, some literature the other day when I was walking to work. A construction guy who was up. They were striking something. Of course. Yeah. Actually, no, I don't want to say, of course, I know nothing about New York. Yeah, you want, you, want to, you want to bring the labor unions down against us here, Eric? We're trying to build our audience, not, you know, shoot ourselves in the foot. You know, this, this is, like, part, partly org-related. You know, it, I always joke around about people who, like, just – I'm not saying that there's no issues with unions, but people that are so adamant against mm-hmm. unions, I'm like, you know unions were started because the workers were, were getting screwed over. You know that, yeah. right? You know? <laughs> You know, yeah, read, read about working just, conditions you know, this, in, in like yeah. turn of the century. Like, these things are not for like no reason. You know, yeah. not to say that they can't be modified and fixed and stuff. That there's no they don't have their issues, but yeah. it's not just ridiculous. Oh, people want to organize to to you know to to, to form against big business. Like it's not ridiculous yeah. to think do, that. You know, do you I mean? like not working eighteen hours a day? Yeah. Do you like having breaks? Do you like getting paid a living wage? I mean, jeez, man. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I was, I was, I was, that's, I was yeah, let's not say that all unions are, yeah, are yeah. working perfectly. Um, yeah. But they definitely come from a place of, wow, we, the workers are really getting pooped upon by yeah. owners. Yeah. Yeah. And this has been File Drawer. Is that, are we done now? Next week on the File Drawer. Yeah, we should please, please, yeah, tease, tease what you think we might talk about next week because that'll be fun. Uh, next, well, next week on the file drawer, you continue in your in your <laughs> this American life voice. Next week on the file drawer, Sam decides whether or not to take Ambien for the long plane ride, <laughs> or we find out if he took Ambien for the long plane ride. We'll get a colon update and another maybe subway update from England, from London, whatever. The tube. They call it the tube over there. Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. You know what? That's what I call my colon. All right. <laughs> All right. We're done. Next week. See uh, Download us. Subscribe. I, yeah. Uh, rate us. Thefiledrawer.audio. Tell your friends to go there or to just search for The File Drawer in their podcast app of choice. And if they have an iOS device, there's already a podcast app on there. So no complaining. Just Yeah, but I heard everybody complains about it's that. It's not good, it's, but it works. Like it works. it'll it'll let you listen to us. So just go there and type the name of our podcast in and just listen to us. God. Jeez. All right. All right, Jeez. bye.